Blog Talk Radio. Carol the Coach. Sex, love, and relationships. We talk about it here. Carol the Coach. Compassion with contemporary relevance. I am a psychotherapist. I can be your personal life coach and I can help you with your issues. There are no problems too small or too big. You can talk about anything. Speaker, columnist, radio TV host, and commentator. Carol the Coach brings messages of wellness and empowerment within reach of everyday people every day. Almost five years ago, I lost my soulmate in an accident. He was killed in a plane crash. Life just for me has seemed to stop. There are groups all over the city. I mean, I teach one. It is a specific way to start thinking so that you shift how you see the world, which then shifts your energy, and then you feel better and you actually see things differently. Carol the Coach, always available to at carolthecoach.com. Now, I've got Russell on the line. I'm 47 years old. I'm a truck driver. I am married. I have a wife in San Francisco. Okay. I haven't been home in six months. My thing is, I, I don't know if I have a sex addiction or what the problem is. Why do I want what I can't have? And as soon as I can have it, I don't want it anymore. You're right on target when you say, I don't know if I have a sexual addiction. Well, guess what? Yes, you do. And you know what? That's my specialty, Russell. So you're at the right place. Continue. I meet women online and, and I'm in a different part of the country. I, I travel all 48 states, so I love sex. I hear self-esteem issues. You never felt good enough and you didn't feel like you were getting what you should have then. And you're really reenacting that now. Do you want to change that about yourself? Yeah, that's what I want to ask. Does he want to change that about himself? Because the truth is, if you don't want to change, it isn't going to happen. But you know, the good news is that uh, many of us get all sorts of couples, sex addicts, partners, and they want to change. And they're coming to us to get that advice. And so I thought I'd I'd invite my colleague on. Kim, welcome to Sex Health with Carol, the coach. Thanks, Carol. It's good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And, And I'm really excited because you took the IRCM training. And I wondered if you could tell our listening audience a little bit about that training. How was that different for you than other trainings in the past? Well, the focal point of the IRCM training is empathy and really focusing in on early on in the recovery of the relationship that the couple can dive into that empathy space. And most addicts don't have any idea what that means. What does empathy mean? It's something that the wives want and they need for the relationship to heal. So IRCM training, early recovery couples empathy model, focuses on teaching tools to integrate empathy into a healing relationship. So that's kind of how it's very different. Well, and I love how you said that because truly – by the time our next IRCM training is finished, we will have trained about 100 people on this methodology, and we've certified about one-third of them. You know, certification requires that you take the training, and then you get supervision with three of us that are designated as IRCM providers. 
we don't want anybody just doing this work. We want people that are highly empathetic, realize the pain, the trauma, um, the despondency that goes with having been betrayed and having been a sex addict. You know, one of the things that I love about this work is that there are no demons in this work. The sex addicts may have caused a lot of issues and problems, but he had an addiction, and he didn't know what to do until, until he was discovered. And that is the great thing about discovery is that once it, it's out in the open, boy, it can really make a difference in the lives of a couple. They can begin to heal and repair their relationship and actually create a relationship that's better than it's ever been in the past. Don't you agree, Kim? I agree a hundred percent. And that's kind of the, that's the really exciting thing is that once the discovery has been made, it actually gives us as, you know, the healing professional ability to dive in and work on something to manage the coupleship moving forward and to help them embrace a new vision of what the relationship's going to be. It's going to be different. They're different people, and that's a good thing. And for them to learn to embrace their new beings and their new relationship is 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 a challenge at some point. Yeah, it really, really is. And and I know that when we get those calls, and they usually come from the wife, from a clinical standpoint. I am not supposed to allow the wife to make her husband's appointment. And I've always done it anyway. I have, um, I've done it my way and not the way that, that my school has advocated me to do it. And I get that. They really want the, the party that created the issues or the party that needs the help to make his or her own phone call. But, Kim, you and I know that partners are in such devastation that they are doing everything possible to get to the right person right away. And they just take matters into their own hands. And that's what we love about partners is that they are going to figure out if they're safe and how to find that safety. So when they call with IRCAM, we say, you know what, guys, we don't just see the sex addict. We don't just see the partner. We see you both together. And um, tell our audience, how does that make a difference in the lives of the couple? Oh, it makes a humongous difference. Um, historically, a lot of the, why the partners, when they get to me, they've, been traveling either their own healing, they've got all their own information, their addict partner has gone through or is trying to figure out what to go through to heal himself. And this category of the relationship is kind of left up in this bubble place of, well, how do we make this work? Because if we both get better and we both kind of heal, what happens if we're different people? And how do we make our marriage, our relationship, our interaction better as we grow and become our own individual people. So the IRCA modality really enforces the ability for each partner partner to grow and heal independently and focus on the marriage by giving specific tools and ways that the partners can check in with each other and really embrace and support each other 
in spite of the fact that they're at their weakest point a lot of times in their entire lives. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I believe he wants to help her heal, but he doesn't know what to do. And she is in trauma state, and her brain is not functioning as well as it could be because she's in shock and she's in crisis um, state and her brain is literally offline. And so you get that kind of couple coming in and they need a caring, empathetic professional to gently guide them through this process. And Urkham has that structure available to take them from day one all the way through the three stages of partner betrayal, which, of course, are safety and stabilization, anger, grief, mourning, and loss, and then over there at post-traumatic growth, it often takes the couple to the third phase. And we, again, believe that that couple can be stronger and they will find ways to give back when they've finally gotten to that stage. He has got to be there for her to help her feel safe and to contain her pain. Um, And that's what Help Them Heal is all about. Uh, Help Them Heal teaches you both how to heal your relationship after sexual betrayal. It is a guide that absolutely walks you through these three stages. If you don't have an IRCM specialist in your area or you don't have the money, uh, it can help you do the hard work. And You know what, Kim, I, I recorded this book on Audible, and so I have the couples buy the book, and then they buy the Audible, and they listen to about 10 pages a night. And if there's an exercise within that 10 pages, they do that exercise. And so they have the book to show the exercises, and then they have me talking to them about what they can do to help their relationship heal. And you and I are doing a super special workshop uh, for folks on October 8th. Do you want to tell them a little bit about what we're planning to do? Because Kim is the reason we are doing the workshop. She contacted me and, Kim, tell them your journey. Tell them how that worked out. um, I contacted and suggested that maybe we could actually offer couples an exact – like the ability to practice some of the tools that are in the workbook and give couples the opportunity to actually see other couples online and ultimately perhaps give them a resource. But the goal was that the book is so informative and has so many cool things to do in it that really assist the coupleship. I thought, wouldn't it be fun to be able to have, Carol, you actually teach the couples how to use some of these skills. You know, one of the things I want to point out that you said, Carol, too, is that it provides a structure. And when the partners get to it, all of their ability to even understand what a structure is, it's evaporated. There's the structure of the relationship is no longer present. The structure of how to function daily in life is not present. And so they're kind of floundering in this vague place. And to be able to have a book, a workbook, and then follow it up with your ability, Carol, to give them this 
10 days of, of information, 10 pages of information is a great opportunity for settling in with a guide as to how to progress forward. So when I asked and to Carol and I thought it might be kind of fun to dive in to do this for couples. It was I was really thrilled when she said sure and came up with um, just it, it, it. I think it would be a great opportunity for couples to really come in, get their toes wet, have experience, get support from each other, and and if you have questions, I mean, who better than Carol the coach to answer them for you? Oh, thank you very much, Kim. Now. She was not 100% honest with her answer there, so I am just going to, uh, I'm going to uh, blow her out of the water. Here's what happened. She sent me an email, and she said, what would you think if I created a workshop and helped couples with these concepts? Would you be okay with that? And I said, well, of course I would, but... Let's do it together. Kim is an amazing coach. Um, she's somebody that can work anywhere in the world with you. And not only has she taken this work so seriously, does such a good job with it, but she has actually sent me um, assignment sheets and ideas for how to expand this work further. So, I mean, she's always looking at ways to help the couple heal. And I have, I have adored that because we want more opportunities to help you heal. And we want to give you as many tools as we absolutely can. And, and I have to agree. I think this workshop coming up October 8th, I feel it's super reasonable. Kim and I are donating an entire Saturday. <laughs> And it is um, from 10 to 5, isn't it? Or is it 10 to 6? I mean, it's, it's, it's a long time. Yeah. yeah. So we're donating eight hours. Now, I say donating. You are going to pay us. But we are doing this together, and it is so reasonable. It The price is per couple. So if you think about – you're not allowed to talk price on the phone, but – and on this uh, podcast, but if you think about the fact that you're both getting some work with two people that really understand and love the work, that in and of itself is amazing. And, you know, we're going to have PowerPoints. We're going to break you out. We're going to have you do some of the exercises. And Kim said it earlier when she said that we're going to have you all support each other. We're going to develop a community. You're going to be available if, if you so desire to be part of that community. And we're going to add opportunities probably for the next decade to really strengthen and empower your relationship. And so this is, wow, you're getting in on, this is kind of cool, you are getting in on the ground floor of this work. You will be the first group of couples that ever got to do this work with us. And you know, if you've been listening to this show, both Kim and I are coaches. We really believe in actualizing your potential. I'm a mental health therapist, so I understand the trauma, as does Kim, 
I mean, her specialty is uh, partner betrayal and trauma. And we're going to walk you both through this. And, and I just feel really privileged that we're going to do this together, Kim, and we're going to do that with them. We're, we're limiting it to a small amount of couples. Uh, there are some openings. That's the exciting thing. And again, if you can't be a part of this workshop, please get the book and the audible um, because that's another way to walk you through this. You know, what we know to be true is that what happens with partner betrayal is that there are all sorts of auto-exacerbating symptoms that occur. You know, we are so partner sensitive, so when we hear people saying, um, oh, she's just doing that uh, for, for control or for power, and she's seeking safety, and she doesn't, she doesn't feel comfortable just trusting the process. I always say, you're damn straight she doesn't. Why would she? The, the man or the woman, whoever the, uh, the addict is, Whoever that was, they betrayed her. They, they caused an attachment rupture like no other. And so, of course, she's going to seek safety. And hypervigilance is a part of that. But Irkham calms that down. And you know why? Because as an addict, you work really hard creating a willingness to help her heal. And you contain her pain emotionally and sometimes physically. You hold that pain for her because you know you caused it and you want her to process it so that she can get through it and make choices about how she wants to move on. Now, we do have some really incredible, incredible experiences. We're going to have you uh, write an intention statement. We are going to have you do a pyramid um, that actually identifies what are the values that you want. Uh, we're going to have you talk about your feelings, the famous five. Let's, uh, let's give Kim the test. What are the famous five feelings, Kim? Mad, sad, glad, lonely, and afraid. <laughs> you got it. And we're going to ask are, are, are very aware that that's what I ask them all the time. Break it down. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then we've got an anger exercise for you to practice and then to actually demonstrate to the rest of the group. Now, I know there may be a party that says, I, yeah, yeah, I don't want that kind of um, participation. And, of course, we always say, you're in the driver's seat in your relationship and in how you choose to participate in that relationship. And we also say it in this workshop. We wouldn't expect you to do it any differently. So if there's something you want to pass on, if you just kind of want to see how other people do it, that's fine too. I have done these workshops before um, historically for years. It wasn't based on the book. It wasn't based on IRCAM. And what he found is that partners and addicts alike want to do this work. They want to get out their feelings. They want to process it so that they can move ahead in their life. 
So if you if you want to take a pass, that's absolutely okay. But if you want that experience, we're more than happy uh, to welcome that in our workshop on October 8th. So you may wonder, how do you sign up? What do you do? Well, you go to my website, www.sexhealthwithcarolacoach, and then that immediately turns into a Help Them Heal um, website. And you look for the tab that says Workshops, and you pull it up, and you scroll down to the third one and sign up to register. Um, Again, it's pretty exclusive. There won't be a lot of couples. This is an opportunity for you to make some of those changes that you may be afraid to make on your own. So you've got two very skilled professionals. I always say, and you, you've heard me say this, Kim, we are damn good at what we do. We are experts in this field, and we will work our butts off to help you find safety and stabilization and um, expression. We want you to have your voice. We want him to show you what he's willing to do to help you heal. Now, Kim, when you think about all the IRCAM work, um, it's a four-day training, so we did a lot of stuff together. What was one of your favorite uh, learning objectives or, or training experiences? And she's looking. She's looking at... Mm-hmm. There were so many. Review- <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting. I One of the things that sort of that I really appreciated was that there were so many people interested in your work and in the IRCA modality and the thought process that were in the training. So that was a separate part for me that there's ample support out there of other coaches and therapists that understand how to do this. The other is that I really enjoyed being able to see how to help partners and couples write things down, write down exactly what are you willing to do to help the relationship, to the examples of, I say this a lot, but the ABR, Affirm, Validate, and Reassure, to be able to role play that and really dive into what does that mean? How does that help a couple heal better? Um, Being able to understand the logic behind having the coupleship heal together through this pain. It's not just her pain. It's not just his pain. It's both coming together to to join together into a a forward movement, even though the pain is separate from each other. So those are just some of the things that kind of stuck out with me during the training. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I love that. And what I have added um, to the book that wasn't in the training is mindful, constructive compassion, because truly we need to help partners resource and stabilize and shift their negative thinking into empowering thoughts. And that's not easy when you're in crisis, but that is one of the things that we're going to do in this workshop. How do you, how do you come up with constructive compassion? And, and actually, it in and of itself is easy. However, uh, 
you have to be able to know yourself and know where you feel the feelings. And then you have to name and claim the feelings. And then you've got to talk about that, those negative mind stories you tell yourself. I mean, Kim, you know that when a partner is betrayed, she wonders what is wrong with her. She takes it understandably, personally, when his addiction isn't anything about her. It's about his own compulsivity. It's, a, a, it's about a brain disorder. And so part of Irkham really helps her to untether, if you will, from that thought, um, from those ugly thoughts that make you doubt yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, when you talk about creating the pyramid of your own values, that really helps the, the betrayed to be able to go inward to herself so that she or he realizes that it's not about themselves. They're not doing anything wrong. They're not, there's nothing they could have done differently. It's like they're playing a game. They don't understand the rules are. You don't know a lot of times that the partner's acting out. You don't know or you've tried all of these tools to support and change and help. And none of them have worked because it's exactly that. It's a, a brain issue. It's got nothing to do with a partner. So for her to be able or him to be able to understand that that language they hear in their brain that is self-critical and condescending to have another voice within their brain to reflect back to the bad words that, no, 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 it's not about you. It's, it's, it's not anything you've done wrong. It's not your fault. There's nothing you could have done differently. Um, is, is really important, and the book gives specific language to really help that. One of the other things early on in the book that you talk about, Carol, is to act as if, and even though some of these things are really hard to embrace in your core, but the more you try to act as if and to continue to do them, then they become more, um, they tether themselves to your, to your empathy structure, to your heart and to your soul, and it becomes more natural and true to who you are. So a couple of things, those are the things that pop out right now. Well, you know, you said that, and I 100% agree. That's a recovery um, motto, to act as if, which is really fake it till you make it. And that stems from addicts, in actuality, who they did not feel capable of living in this world without alcohol or drugs. And they didn't feel like they had the confidence, and they knew they had blown up their entire life and they would go to their sponsors and they'd say, I can't get a job. Um, I can't get up in the morning. I can't do it without alcohol. Uh, I'll never make money. Uh, I'll never accomplish anything. And the sponsors would say, listen, I want you to act as if you can. With all that negative talk, you will never get where you need to be. But if you act as if you can do it, just putting one foot in front of the other, putting one resume in at a time, doing one application, you know, making one positive comment to your child, whatever it is, if you just do it one step at a time and you do it long enough, one day you'll be doing it and you'll go, whoa, I did learn how to do that. And it's coming naturally now. And Mm -hmm. that concept 
acts as if is really pertinent to our couples. And, you know, that's what we always say. We say, oh, gosh, you know, when you're going through those three phases, it's not like you go through through phase one and then you end up at phase two and then you get done with that and you get to phase three. You will likely be doing the splits. You'll have one foot in safety and stabilization and you'll be madder than a hornet and wanting to do that ankle work and you say you'll be doing the splits because one foot's in, in phase two and one's in phase one, and that's absolutely okay. That helps you get it over to phase three. Mm-hmm. And we do believe yeah. in post-traumatic growth. There is so much research that says when you've been through trauma and you end up on the other side, invariably you have an appreciation for the world that other people don't have because they haven't been through the trauma. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that in the workshop, too. Again, that is October 8th from 10 to 6. Um, Kim and I are going to be helping you through this process. Go to my website, www.sexhelpwithcarolthecoach, and register. And let's do this. Let's, let's be the pioneering workshop together. I mean, that's, that's quite a feather in your cap, if I may say so. And uh-huh. Um, I, I love it. I, I love that we are all pioneers in this field, and we're working together to help each other heal. Anything you want to add, Kim, before we wrap it up? No, I'm very excited. I look forward to seeing everybody on October 8th, and um, yeah, very exciting opportunity. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I so appreciate you. You know that, and Again, here's the cool thing about IRCAM. If there's nobody available to work with you in your own state, if you can't find a partner-sensitive and couple-sensitive professional, you can go to my website, get on the directory, look for somebody that just looks friendly. Um, And you can always email me and say, hey, who would you recommend? There are coaches all over the country that can help you because they are not restricted by state guidelines. And they've been trained in this method. They're amazing specialists. And we are just so lucky to have them in addition to the mental health therapists that want to help you heal. So, Kim, thank you so much for uh, getting up early on this Labor Day Sunday and talking about this. I wanted people to know we've got about, about a month. So, um, really appreciate that you came on. Great. Thanks for, thanks for having me, Carol. Absolutely. And as we wrap up, I will tell you, if you can leave a review for the book, I've never asked anybody to leave reviews for the book. When Help or Heal came out, I have only looked at the reviews once. And the very first review for Help Her Heal, which was my empathy workbook that teach sex addicts how to help or heal, Uh, The very first review said that I was a perpetrator of codependency. And I'm reading this, and I'm like, perpetrator of codependency? I don't believe in codependency. I was so mad. And I realized that was probably somebody, here here is my mind story about that. I thought, 
that's somebody that doesn't want me to succeed and is sabotaging me because anybody who knows me knows I don't perpetrate codependency. Since then, I've never gone back to a review. I've written three books. I said, I don't need the review. I know my intentions are pure. I'm just out there trying to do a good job. But if you want to review the book, if you want to let people know what you think, go to Amazon and do that for me, would you? Um, I'd appreciate it. And you all have a great Labor Day. Um, You'll probably be listening to this after Labor Day, and if so, I hope you did have a good Labor Day. We are in this business to help you heal and to make you feel safe and to, to allow you to enjoy your life. So as I say at the end of every broadcast, there will only be one of you at all times. Fearlessly have the courage to be yourself. And um, we'll catch you next week for more sex help with Carol, the coach. <laughs>